Welcome to the Christ Court. Thank you for taking a quarter of an hour out of this day to enjoy the presence of Christ and the words of Christ. Today, let's read a section of scripture, discuss what it means, and also how it applies to our lives. I hope that God will speak to you through my words, and more importantly, through his scriptures, and will bring you closer to him. I am blessed and thankful to have this time to speak with you, and I thank you so much for being with me here today. Today's scripture selection is Genesis chapter 37, verses 2 through 11, 23 through 24a, and verse 28. The King James Version reads as follows. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren, and the lad was with the sons of Bilah, and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him, and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood round about, and made obeisance to my sheaf. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. And he told it to his father, and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him, and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the saying. And it came to pass, when Joseph was coming to his brethren, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit. Then there passed by Midianites, merchantmen, and they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit, and sold Joseph to the Ismaelites for twenty pieces of silver, and they brought Joseph into Egypt. The NIV says it this way. This is the account of Jacob's family line. Joseph, a young man of seventeen, was tending the flocks with his brothers, the sons of Bilah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And he brought their father a bad report about them. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons, because he had been born to him in his old age, and he made an ornate robe for him. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said to them, Listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field, when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright, while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed to it. His brother said to him, Do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he said. Then he had another dream, and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream, and this time the sun and moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. 
When he told his father as well as his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the ornate robe he was wearing, and they took him and threw him into the cistern. So when the Midianite merchants came by, his brothers pulled Joseph up out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites, who took him to Egypt. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you, and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show their love to their neighbor in action as well as in word. That each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verses for today are encouraging. They draw a picture of a dysfunctional family filled with tension, strife, envy, and hatred. Mothers plotting to have their sons put into positions of power and favoritism. Brothers plotting against one another. Fathers placing one son over the others in blatant ways. This sounds more like a scandalous movie than a section of the Bible, and it's very discouraging. So why did I say that the verses for today are encouraging? Because while many of us can see our own histories in Joseph's family, many of us can identify with the pain and disruption that comes from it. We also have the advantage of knowing how the story ends. We know that even though this family's life is full of turmoil, and Joseph is probably at his lowest point with no obvious way to avoid being a slave for the rest of his life, we know that God is in control of the entire situation and everything is moving along according to his plan. God knew how Joseph's early life would unfold and how he would be treated. We have free will and we will mess up and we will sin. People will do mean and even evil things to us, but God knew they would do these things before their great-great-grandparents were born, and he had already prepared a way for us to fulfill our purposes and to prosper anyway. That's why today's brief narrative is so encouraging. It shows us once again that God is not only in control, but he has made wonderful, amazing plans for us. So let's get right to it. As our story for today begins, we focus in on fields and sheep and young Joseph tending the sheep. His father Jacob, who was about 90 years old at this time, had been a very successful shepherd and intended for his favorite son, Joseph, to follow in his footsteps. Knowing this and having to see it every day, Joseph's brothers have begun to hate him. They probably loved him at one point, but over time, as they have to constantly see their father put him first, their hatred has overtaken their love. The fact that their mothers, whom we will call Joseph's stepmothers, are also stoked in this hatred is another indication of how this family is full of secrets, full of hatred, and full of plots. It's like a simmering pot is waiting to bowl over. Jacob turns up the heat by giving Joseph a beautiful multicolored robe. This robe is a daily slight to Joseph's brothers. It's constantly reminding them of how much their father loves and prefers Joseph over them. It is also likely that they view Joseph as not deserving of any preferential treatment, 
because he is so young. Their father Jacob is about 90 at this time, so it is likely that his older sons have been learning to be shepherds and taking care of Jacob for decades before Joseph came along. How can this inexperienced kid be held above them? Joseph then turns the heat up even further. He tells his brothers about a dream he just had. In his dream, they were all gathering bundles of grain. Joseph's bundle rose up while his brother's bundle stood around his and bowed in great respect. And then Joseph goes further. He does it again. He has another dream, but in this one, the sun, the moon, and 11 stars bow to him in great respect. Why did Joseph do this? Wouldn't he realize how this would affect his brothers and his family? Especially given that there were two dreams. The first dream concerned Joseph and his brothers and could partially be ignored as just a kid's fantasy. But a second dream on the same theme is more. Not only that, but the second dream moved beyond just him and his brothers and included everyone. This probably angered his stepmothers and even irritated his father Jacob. Verse 11 says that his father did take notice of his dream and watch for signs of the dream's fulfillment. Verse 11 also says, that his brothers envied him now. Hatred and envy combined, that pot is now boiled over. Joseph's brothers have probably begun to discuss what to do about Joseph and how to get rid of him. Their opportunity arrived one day when Joseph's father sent him to his brothers who were in Dothan near a major Egyptian trade route. They were far from home and alone with Joseph. They decided to take his coat which had been a constant reminder of how much they hated him and envied him, and they were about to kill him. Fortunately for Joseph, his brother Reuben suggested that they throw him in a pit instead. Whether this was a mercy, or Reuben didn't have the, the stomach to kill his little brother, or maybe he wanted to torture Joseph with a slow death, I don't know. But before the brothers left, they saw some merchantmen and decided to sell Joseph into slavery. They then killed a goat and smeared blood on Joseph's robe to use later to convince their father that Joseph had been killed by a wild animal. Then they went home happy to have gotten rid of Joseph, and even with some money in their pockets for the work. Joseph, on the other hand, must have been extremely broken. He just went from being the favorite one and training to inherit the family business to, to being just a slave, not even knowing whom he would belong to. But God had already put his plan in place to save Joseph, to use Joseph to show mercy to his family, and to save them, and to do many other things. Have we been in a situation as bad as this? Most of us have not. And yet God used this situation to take Joseph to heights that most of us cannot dream of reaching. Be encouraged by this. God had a purpose for Joseph's life, and no one could keep him from fulfilling it. What is your purpose? What gifts has God given you? If you don't know, talk to God about it. We all have a God-given purpose and the ability to fulfill it, regardless of our current situation. Look beyond where you are, what you see, and look to see what God has for you. Be encouraged, be purpose-driven, be fulfilled. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about learning about, and enjoying Christ. It is my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to Him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. 
please email me at blackhattoday at gmail.com with Christ Quarter in the subject line. You may also call or text me at 832-377-0044. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. If you would like to learn about podcasting or have your own podcast, please share your name and your questions with me. Also, let me know what you would like your podcast to be about. During September, I'll be choosing two people who will receive their own 15-minute podcast episode. I'll personally help you with producing your episode, and it will be broadcast on the Christ Quarter Podcast. I think it will be a lot of fun, so share your name with me by email at blackhattoday at gmail.com or text at 832-377-0044. If you would like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at that same number. If you find value in my message, please support me via the links in the podcast description or by my cash app, dollar sign black hat today. And please subscribe. It helps me a lot. I'm Kirk Royster. It has been a privilege to talk with you today, and I look forward to talking with you again soon, maybe in person. I'll see you next time right here on the Christ Quarter. Podcast.